0: Sheppy needs no introduction, by his website, sheppyware.net. He sells all products there Okay. So I've got uh, two demos. Um, they will nest one inside the other. Um, as is the tradition, there is a new version of Suite 16 this year. It is not the, the big update that I had originally planned to do because it took me longer to find somebody to take over Syndicom than than I had hoped. Um, stop, really, come on <laughs> so we'll go ahead and just um, we'll just give that a start up here and I am going to uh, put full screen come on there we go, that's better okay so the, fir- the first change and just a little thing is that I, the number one technical support request I get is I got into full screen mode and I don't know how to get out so now down at the bottom it tells you how to get out <laughs> yeah exactly um, actually okay <clears throat> so let's see let's make our way through the new stuff. this is you know my usual, my usual drive I've been using the same uh, Emulator boot disk since 1994. Um, Yes, this is a MacBook Air. Um, So, let me go through some of the little things that are done first. Uh, I fixed some crash bugs that used to crash when you tried to clear the recent disk list. That's fixed. Um, The, uh, um, oh, how about that? It's listed twice. Emulation. I completely rewrote the sound code. It's it used to use the old Carbon sound manager, and now it uses um, Core Audio, so it sounds nice. Um, there've been some optimizations, some optimizations made to the uh, the way the sound code works. It used to, for performance reasons, back in the old days when this code was first written for, you know. 50 megahertz machines, it used to shut off the sound circuitry, so to speak, whenever there wasn't sound playing. And while that was great for performance, it resulted in occasional clipping of the sound when sound was starting up. So I got rid of that code because it was really not necessary anymore. Um, Let's see. It used to be, there used to be a... um, This is going to take a second, sorry. Uh, There used to be a... um, uh, an enable and disable sound option here. Uh, it's been renamed to Mute Sound. It doesn't actually shut off the sound emulation anymore. It just turns off the volume because shutting off the sound emulation meant that sound interrupts were not being sent anymore. And it turns out GSOS crashes when you don't send sound interrupts uh, as expected. So uh, now you don't have that problem anymore. People used to turn off the sound because they didn't want to hear the sound and it made everything not work right anymore. So that's gone. Um, Let's see. Uh, lots of little little things. Um, when you pause now, um, yeah, a lot of things do that. Uh, when you pause it, it now dims the screen very dark. It is not quite black, but it is close. Uh, it's less black on here than it is up there. Um, when you turn on, it used to have in the window menu. There used to be an option where it would pop up a window to show you your system speed. Now it does uh, view show system speed. It puts it there instead, which is really a neat little effect. And it's actually a, an overlay. If you mouse there, the mouse goes under it. Menu to go there. Oh yeah, yeah. You can still click on stuff up there, and it'll it'll draw there and like you know like like, on your text screen and stuff, too. So. Um, turn that back off. Uh, let's see, what else do we have? Um, there's some some emulation improvements. When you do a warm reset, it clears out memory the same way a real GS does. Instead of nuking all memory to zero like it used to do, little, little stuff like that, it actually makes a couple of utilities work more accurately, things like that. Um, Dude, don't mess with my presentation, dude. Um, yes, uh, a couple of improvements to the mouse emulation. It now will send, um, if you right-click on the mouse, it actually generates the appropriate bits in the, uh, the I.O. registers for the right-click event, or the right-click uh, of the button. Uh, it used to always send a button zero, and now it'll differentiate between button zero and one. This will tie into my next demo. <laughs> um, when you, one neat little feature I did was if you uh, shut down, you know, get that, and it adds a quit button to that box, so you can hit the letter Q, and you're out of Sweet 16, instead of having to go to the menu bar. Yeah. Yep.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, and then the thing that I spent probably the last two weeks working on getting right is, um, let's see, we'll go back to full screen mode because it's easier for you guys to see what's going on there. Um, is, think, think, think. There you go. Uh, we can open up a window. Actually, let's go to. Um, yeah, actually, here's where I want to be. I'll go to. Let uh, just read readme oh. Source code. And I don't know if you can see, but I'm using the, the scroll wheel feature on my trackpad or mouse. There's a two-finger scroll on the Mac. It now works. It is. <laughs> there's, actually two, there's actually two code paths it takes. And this is really awesome, cool hack stuff that like, made me totally proud of myself the last couple weeks. If you're in a text edit box like this it actually calls the te scroll command to tell text edit to scroll which is very um uh you know it figures out which control you're pointing at looks to see if it's a text edit box if it is it calls te scroll if you're not in a text edit box let's say for example well let's say for example you're in the finders okay this is not a text edit box it's <laughs> it so the scrolling works here what it does is it scans to the right from your cursor position until it finds a scroll bar, basically looking every four pixels until it finds a scroll bar, then it looks at the coordinates of that scroll bar, and if you're scrolling up, it computes the coordinates of the the up arrow button, moves the mouse to it, clicks it, moves the mouse back. (laughs) And then does the same thing for the bottom arrow. (laughs) And this works in, you know, the Finder, as you've seen, but it also works in, right, uh, it also works in, like, Appleworks GS and whatever. So, um, and it works in, like, your, you know, basically any window that has a scroll box, if your mouse is to the left of a scroll bar, it will find that scroll bar and it will manipulate that scroll bar. Uh, It's obviously nicer looking for text edit because it can do it directly. There is, as it turns out, no operating system provided technique for moving a scroll bar and having whatever data is associated with that scroll bar get scrolled automatically because the the application that created the scroll bar is responsible for doing that in response and it doesn't work the way you would expect it to. So... Um, that that took me a couple of weeks to get working the way I wanted to. Uh, but I'm, I, I think it's really kind of neat. And what's nice is when you're using it in the emulator here, you get used to using things like the, the, the scroll bar, the scroll wheel or whatever on your mouse and you, you know, and, and being able... And then you get frustrated because it's not working on your GS and that's why I did it. Now it's, it only does it currently for uh, vertical scrolling. I have partial code in for horizontal, but I wanted to get the vertical working and because that's what most people use. Very, relatively few people do horizontal scrolling, especially on a screen this small. Um, but I'll get the horizontal working in an update coming sometime soon because now that I've perfected the technique, all I have to do is just change the direction I'm scanning. And, um, but the code is really cool. I really enjoyed working on it. TextEdit doesn't horizontal support horizontal scrolling. So I would just do the with the arrows thing for for everything and not, you know, and not uh, have to do any special casing for text edit. Yeah, the um, in fact, I actually have code that's commented out right now that actually creates a clipping mask to keep that drawing from happening. But it wasn't working yet in time for Kansas Fest, but eventually I'll be masking that off. So you won't see that flicker of those arrow buttons anymore, which will just make it look a little bit more polished. Um, let's see, is there anything else before I move on to number two? Hmm? This is just my personal GS setup, yeah. No, that has nothing to do with anything, this is just my personal GS setup here. Uh, This is what I do all my GS um, work on, is this setup here. Um, So the next project, which I will demo in Suite 16, a few years ago, I don't remember what year it was, was it 08? Must have been 08, I think. 2008. early side click, which is a contextual menu system for the GS where if the user control clicks or now right clicks, they get a context menu that appears, which would look something like you know, like this. Um, and what I've done inside Click 2.0, which I'm going to be releasing tonight, just like Suite 16 uh, 2.3 here, they will both be out within minutes of my finishing here. In fact, I've got the website changes all staged. All I have to do is hit a button and boom, it's out. Um, what I've done is uh, something I had wanted to do before but had not been able to figure out how to do because it took some hacking through the finder. Another thing I'm really excited about having been able to figure out um, is that now when you right-click on one or more finder icons that are selected, for example, you know, let's, select, oops, let's select these disks here and right-click. Now, we get finder-specific options here because SideClick is now sending along a list of the selected finder icons to the, uh, the add-on. Now, why is it saying only one item? Oh, because I didn't, I didn't do it right, that's why. There we go. And now it's got four items selected. <laughs> so what happens is you can, uh, you can now, um, you know, you can do icon info or whatever. And because it's contextual, you know, you, you look at what it looks like here, and it's giving you things like eject, uh, uh, verify, what does a block scan or whatever. And then if you do it on, say, this icon here, you just get the things that are relevant for a file. Uh, if you do it on the trash, and I'm actually going to move the trash so the menu doesn't get clipped, you know, you'll see icon info only because that's the only one that's available for uh, for the trash. Uh, that is coming soon. I'm actually going to be working on, the, those things are all in an, in a, basically side click comes with like four or five, I don't remember which number it is. Uh, little in, uh, extra extensions you can install to take advantage of it. One of them is this new Finder one. I'm actually going to be doing another extension separately that is going to do some trash-related features, uh, including the empty trash on right-click. But also, I have figured out, finally, how to do a uh, keystroke for moving things to the trash, which I have been trying to figure out how... I have a project file in Merlin on my uh, emulator here that was created in 1994, where I started trying to figure out how to make that work, and I've just finally figured out how to do it. So I'm going to do that, and it will, so it will do both—you know, like command delete to move stuff to the trash, and it'll add the option on the right now click there. Like we'll work on a real yes, yes, control, right? right, exactly. Uh, and if you happened to find, by some miracle, an ADB mouse that sent a right click on a right click, most of them use it for like a click lock on the left button. But if you happened to find one, it should work. It would work. No. Uh, one thing to keep in mind when you when you do upgrade to Suite 16 2.3 is all the little, little uh, GS extensions and stuff that comes with need to be upgraded to get some of these new features. Uh, so read the instructions, you know, and mount the tools disc from, in fact, I'll show you that. It's, uh, there's actually a menu option to do it here. Setup menu. Yeah. And mount tools disc. And it puts up that. And then there's a readme that tells you what to install where. And uh, it's actually the sweet printer in it is where almost all of this magic happens because when the init was first created, it was just for printing support. And I decided against renaming it because I didn't want people to wind up with, like, two copies of this thing with different names and getting into trouble. So um, I have better things to do. <laughs> if you, I, my, my opinion is if people can't figure out how to do this by following the instructions provided, they shouldn't be using it in the first place. <laughs> it's free, people can get over it. Um, uh, and, you know, I have like the, the, you know and these are old features, you know, the ability to transfer your text from your clipboard back and forth between the GS and the Mac. Uh, it's an, in, uh, an NDA from uh, Ewan. It's help for Spectrum. Oh, okay. Uh, and um, uh, toggle full screen switches you between full screen, regular screen mode. Uh, that was my first attempt to help people get past their inability to get out of full screen mode but it turns out that most people don't install it so it didn't do them any good Um, so that is that is i guess really it if anybody has any questions i would be happy to answer i actually do have a couple more things this does still run on power pc um it is uh, version 2.3 is the last major release that i expect will after, I mean, there might be a two three one if I decide to go ahead and put in the horizontal scroll thing or whatever. Um, but after that, I'm planning to go to uh, Intel only, most likely. Um, this is Intel right now, yeah. Uh, it does require Mac OS 10.5 now. Version 2.2 worked on, um, worked on uh, 10.4, but now it requires 10.5 because some of the stuff I'm doing just was vastly easier that way. Hmm. Uh, it does run on Lion. I'm running Lion now, and it works fine there. Um, the uh, let's see what else. I guess that's all I got. Uh, if anybody has questions or you know comments, the suites, the uh, the SideClick package, the downloadable uh, package includes sample code and documentation for how to write you know programs that use the contextual menu stuff. So, you know, that's all there. And um it should all be available like any minute now. Well that's not right. We're gonna have a short stay, which would come on tiger. So have a slightly longer stay. So you have to have something between fifteen degrees. see what happens anyway so uh, yeah if anybody has any questions I would be happy to answer them now